Welcome to the American Hauntings Podcast, where we discuss history, hauntings, legends, lore, and the dark side of American history. I'm your co-host, Cody Beck, and today we are bringing you a special bonus episode in a series which we call The Countdown to Haunted America. In this special series, we will be interviewing speakers and vendors from the upcoming Haunted America Conference, which will take place on June 21st and 22nd in Alton, Illinois. Today, I'm joined by Mike and Wendy from the band Sunspot and also the podcast See You on the Other Side. Mike, Wendy, thanks for joining me. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, hi Cody. How you doing? I'm good. It's uh, you know, I know we've we've spoken in the past briefly a few different times. Um, I think you probably helped me out with like mic stands or microphone or some tech stuff. <laughs> sure. But uh, we haven't got to hang out too much. Um, we're usually both you know really really busy. Whatever we're at the same event, so I'm happy to finally get the time to take that uh, take some time to get to know you both a little bit better and learn a little bit more about what you do. Absolutely. Thanks. Likewise, uh, always nice to meet fellow podcaster that's interested yeah. in the paranormal. Oh, right. More, the more weirdos, the better is what we say. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, it, it uh, makes it makes us all feel a little bit less, I don't know, less awkward, but more more accepted. <laughs> right. So that's one of the first questions I wanted to ask you all. Uh, you know, we, we like paranormal and macabre stuff and, and things that people... Uh, don't necessarily, you know, most people necessarily don't feel too comfortable talking about. So I wanted to know, how did you all get involved in this quote unquote weird stuff? It's been my entire life. I've been interested in this kind of thing. Like just, it's whatever, you know, you could get out from your school library and, uh, like other kids would read about sports or, um, you know, they'd read some adventure stories and things. And I would always look for, the horror stories, uh, the sci-fi stuff, the uh, the weird things that had aliens in it, or the you know the Victorian novels that had ghosts in it and yeah. things. Whenever there was some kind of uh, some kind of paranormal aspect, I was always super into it. Probably because I used to watch That's Incredible as a kid, and every once in a while, in That's Incredible, they'd have some kind of like a werewolf seen in England, or uh, you would have like a ghost story at Toys R Us or something like that. And that, that would just, I would, I would get excited. I would wait for it. Um, you know, back then we didn't have Zach Baggins. Mm-hmm. And so we had to make our own Zach Baggins for Antarctican. <laughs> yeah, I would say that uh, similarly, you know, reading ghost stories and stories about the abominable snowman and, you know, that type of thing as a kid always intrigued me. But also watching shows like I loved the Ripley's Believe It or Not um, even unsolved mysteries sometimes touched on some mm-hmm. weird things. <laughs> and then growing up, uh, I really got into Art Bell and listening to him and his programs just, you know, opened up a whole world. And then when I met Mike and uh, we got together to join our band um, or I got together to join his band <laughs> well, uh, and he, he was interested now. in the same kind of stuff. So finding somebody else to talk to that you could, you know that is also interested in these kinds of weird things. Um, definitely only made it, I guess, better yeah, <laughs> you know, or worse, depending on who you ask. But, and I have to say from the, even before Wendy was in the band, um, you know, we were, when we were in college, uh, just a couple years ago, uh, we would talk about alien abduction stories. And I remember one of the first times we met Wendy, we were sitting, uh, just in her dorm room and, 
talking about stories about people that have been abducted by aliens. And this is maybe right after uh, the the mini series of Intruders came out, mm-hmm. uh, which was all about alien abductions on like a mainstream network. And it was the heyday of the X-Files and things. And, and just having someone to share that with was exciting. And so then, uh, of course, it was going to bleed over into our musical work. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's one of the reasons I love the the Haunted America Conference or different meetups and stuff that we do because you know if you were the kid on the playground that was a little bit weird or if you found yourself in the (laughs) library reading some books on ufos and stuff you know this is where this is a place where you can go meet a bunch of other people that were in that same boat and uh really kind of build a community around these these you know strange topics that we like so that's awesome can you tell me a little bit about like the band and the podcast and like which predated the other and like how everything got started uh, well, we've been playing in Sunspot um, since like 1996. Wow. And so uh, we always wrote most of our music. And in the writing, it was always something a little bit different, too. Like plenty of people can write great love songs, um, but not everybody can write a great love song about ghosts. <laughs> so, I mean, finding that uniqueness um, in, you know, our shared interest in paranormal stuff and ghosts and things um, – Putting that, that was almost an element of our music right there. And that was, you know, uh, a decade and a half before we started the podcast. And um, we, we would often go to places that had haunted stories. And I think that's what really excited Wendy. Yeah, I think, you know, the touring part of it really got us talking more paranormal stuff because not only are a lot of the venues where rock bands play typically really old buildings that happen to have a lot of stories that happen to have a lot of people working late at night and seeing unusual things. And, you know, we had the opportunity to talk to a lot of those people as we were touring around the country and playing at these different places, but also, uh, (laughs) driving through the night, listening to Art Bell, having him keep us company. And then, you know, that brings on the late night discussions in the van and, and talking about these things amongst ourselves as a band. Um, I think that really the touring kind of just, fed the the curiosity a bit well we had a podcast where we would talk about touring we call it sunspot road mania and the idea of road mania is when you're in the van for like eight to ten hours at a time by the end of it you get punch drunk loopy have stupid characters you you do anything you can start speaking in voices that aren't your own (laughs) right because like now now everybody has internet wherever they go you know and you can listen to podcasts like on your dashboard in these new cars and stuff. But it wasn't always like that. And you didn't always have internet and listen to podcasts. Sometimes you had to rely on CDs, but you run out of CDs. So then you'd go, okay, what's on the local radio? And thank God coast to coast AM was in most you know locations, but still you run out of those things too. And so what do you do when you're in a tight enclosed space? Cause now we talk about the van, but before the van, we had a, a truck where we sat three, ab- we sat three abreast in a, a truck. pickup truck Oh man! <laughs> because, I, and because I didn't drive stick, like I always had to ride in the middle and like straddle uh, the stick. We could have uh, taught you, Mike. I know. You know <laughs> could have taught you. <laughs> right. Um, but it was just a funny thing. So when you're in those close quarters for that amount of time, um, you know, what would you, how would you act? What would you do when you're basically in a prison cell with two other people for hours at a time? You well, just start acting crazy and saying funny things. And the other thing is that with so much time together like that, we had all already shared every story there was possibly to share among the three of us. So unless something new happened that day, right. we had to kind of get creative and make things up or 
start talking about things that we really didn't know that much about or we were curious about. And then the other aspect of it is being in different cities and having a little bit of downtime in between shows. Well, what do you do? You go out adventuring. So, you know, we would go and check out things. Um, For example, we were in San Antonio. We went to to see we, we heard about that. Uh, there's a train track outside of the city that supposedly has some ghost children that will push your car off of it if you sit oh, there yeah, and idle course. on it. And so we went and explored that and just we thought you know, we could little, save some gas. <laughs> <laughs> little side excursions like that while you're going around the country and in different places where you wouldn't typically be. And, and so we would we would talk about these stories we'd heard. Um, like from the venue, the people that worked at the venue the night before and everything. And that became part of Sunspot Road Mania. And so as we were, uh, you know, touring less and spending more time working on recordings and things, we're like, well, how do we keep up some of that, um, keep up some of that fun and keep those conversations going? And that's when we decided to start the See You on the Other Side podcast. Got it. Okay. So, yes, so that's what you're up to 249 episodes with See You on the Other Side. Is that correct? That's right. We're going uh, we're going 250 today. Nice. And then how many so how many did you do of the the Road Mania one, do you think? Ooh. Like those were yeah, 215 I think yeah. was when we kind of kind of switched over um and changed because we were doing videos and things like that and we were taking videos of other bands we played with and videos of locations and that was great. Um but it didn't allow for a lot of in-depth discussion. It allowed for like us rolling around, taking pictures of drinking beers and talking to other bands and things like that. And that was fun. Um, but we wanted to do something a little more in depth mm-hmm. and yeah. the, the history aspect is something we've always been interested in. My sister started the haunted history tour in Milwaukee. Um, and, and she's a, she, she'll be speaking at haunted America this year as well. Allison Jorman, she's a formidable paranormal, uh, investigator and researcher in her own right. And she's often appearing on our podcast and, and talking. And, um, so, you know, we had a we had kind of already a hook in, a fa- you know, a family hook into history and stuff like this. Like, OK, how do we get there and, and talk about it and bring the musical aspect of it? And so that's what, like we're going to write a song for every episode. And then I just, you know, that was like, OK, well, this is what I'm going to be doing with my week now every week for 250 of them. <laughs> no, that's a, that's amazing. Uh, you know, we do the on the American Hogs podcast and people will ask, you know, <laughs> yeah, is your area of a podcast about ghosts or something, right? I'm like, well, no, no, it's a history podcast. So you just like to happen to talk about ghosts and, and weird things, you know, but it's really the history that brought me into all this stuff. Um, and just being able to have like a kind of more niche angle of it, um, I think is kind of what makes it unique. And so you all like writing your own songs and stuff about it. Um, I was clicking through some of them earlier and I started to scroll down on see you on the other side. And I was just like, Oh, there is a song for like every episode. Like it <laughs> yeah. kept going and going and going. Um, and like I, I enjoyed a couple of the UFOGs. Uh, I was a teenage zombie, uh, American <laughs> monsters. Um, and I didn't know what to expect either because I've heard you all at the conference and you're actually in the background of uh, some of the like interviews and stuff that I would do because you were playing and everything. But sure. um, I've only heard just a few of you to so hear like full band versions of things was really a, a nice surprise. Oh, well. thanks. Yeah. Well, what we try to do is that um, we will take the, the best songs in the podcast or the ones that get the you know best reaction and then we'll take those into the big studio and do full versions. And so now we have two albums full of songs that are just, were just written for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, one's called weirdest hits and the other is called wonders of the invisible world. And, um, 
they're all songs that we wrote specifically for the podcast that we demoed, like we demo them ourselves uh, where we record it and everything and, and doing the podcast. And then um, the ones that were like, hey, this is this is a great song. It would sound awesome with, you know, a full production with, uh, you know, in the big studio and everything we take you know, we take to the studio and um, we make a big we make a, a full production out of a big deal. out of it. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That's it's kind of like you get a little um, some like user feedback, I guess. And then that kind of helps you build the, the ideal album, I guess. Um, exactly. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I'm curious with all of your, um, you know, uh, late night shenanigans while you're on tour or something, you know, or just uh, <laughs> trying to keep yourselves entertained. Have you all, um, you have any crazy like ghost stories, UFO things, any kind of uh, personal stories that kind of might've kept you interested in this stuff? Well, you know, we've um, investigated a little bit ourselves, like when we were on location, like in haunted places and everything. And um, I don't know that we've seen anything particularly uh, like there's no been like no phantom like guy with a guitar or whatever that walks out on stage and like joins us. But well, <laughs> you know what? Uh, we did have, you know, did, have, did have a weird thing happen. Um, it was funny. And so. This is in Viroqua, Wisconsin, and we're playing at the Viroqua High School, and it's an older building, and it's a multi-level high school, and so the gymnasium was on the second floor, and so uh, Viroqua, Wisconsin is between Madison and La Crosse. It's uh, like in the southwest area of the state, um, maybe more mid Midwest of, uh, of Wisconsin, but um, like it, it's closer to Minneapolis than it is to you know Milwaukee, and so we're playing in this small town. Um, it's a nice benefit. We're having a good time and, uh, we're playing in the gymnasium and we have a song called a live day and in a live day, I'm up on stage singing and playing bass solo. So it's like my solo section where I have a chance to impress the girls and everything. And so I'm there <laughs> on the microphone and I have a line, you know, it's the bass solo and singing. And I'm saying, this is the day that I died, the best day of my life. And, uh, it's supposed to be a poignant moment, you know, the spotlight's just on me and I feel um, my guitar player put his arm around me during this section and I'm thinking in my head, you son of a bee, like you glory, like this is my spot. Right. What are you doing? Like you have your own solo section. Will you please get the spotlight on that one and leave me to mine? And this is in my head, like what's he doing? And, uh, after I finished singing the line, I look over and he's 15 feet away. This is a bigger stage. You know, it's a big full high school gymnasium stage and he's on the other side of it. And I'm like, Oh, uh, like that. That's weird. Um, we play the whole set and then as we got off the stage and then talked to people and we're hanging out in the green room afterwards and, uh, you know, eating the craft services table or whatever, uh, we talked to, um, you know, I'm talking to the people that booked the show and they're like, Oh, great job, blah, 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 whatever. And they're like, Oh, you know, you know, this place is haunted. Right. And they just said that and we didn't, they didn't even know we were interested in these kind of things. In fact, this is before we had the podcast. And before we, you know, in any kind of ghost stuff, like publicly, right before we, you know, come out of the weirdo closet. And I'm like, really? What do you mean? She's like, oh, yeah, the second floor in the gym, especially like, you know, people get um, people get messed with up there and they get touched and everything by the ghosts. And I'm like, what? And then I had to say that happened to me. I was touched. I was touched by an angel. No, I mean, touched by something. <laughs> Who knows what I was touched by? But um it was just funny. It was at that particular line. This is the day that I died. The best day of my life is when the ghost decided to hug me. Yeah. Or whatever. 
uh, on stage and scared the crap out of me. So that was a, like a fun type of thing. And what was better was that uh, I got the, like I didn't come into it thinking the place was haunted. It only was afterwards, um, after I was told, that, I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah, that, that totally happened to me. And those are the stories I like the best because I'm not going in there expecting something to happen. Yeah, you definitely weren't looking for it that night, and you were preoccupied with performing. Yes, <laughs> you know, right. you weren't you weren't ghost hunting. I wasn't thinking like, oh, maybe you know, I wasn't hoping for an EVP or anything like that. I was just hoping to make it through the song. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's a crazy story. I guess that's. Um, I mean, it seems very appropriate, like for that line and and everything. Yeah, like, you said. like it hurt me. Yeah, it's like, man, I feel you. You know, it was the best day of my yeah. life too. <laughs> and we oh. saw. Um, when we were at a theater called The Grand in Wausau, Wisconsin, also. Yeah. Now, that one people had told us was supposed to be haunted, and they were saying about how the lights flicker at a certain time every night, and various odd things happen, and uh, we had some weird things happen. We had a, a like a, a hot piece of metal. <laughs> like fall off like the stage. Came out of lights. nowhere onto the stage during our show i don't know that prep might have just been an old theater thing but uh but the lights did flicker and yeah. that was kind of cool and well, it was a it was an old old you know beautiful theater that you could imagine might have some uh, spirits lingering around in it yeah i was in Wausau, wisconsin and um it actually was the fillmore the grand oh, i'm sorry door. whoops <laughs> the, the grand also has haunted stories but uh, so these oh, are the theaters. These are the, like the early 20th century theaters, and they were built in Wausau, Wisconsin. And Wausau is a town of maybe like 50,000 people. Mm-hmm. That's about two and a half hours north of Madison. So it's central state. Like Wausau is where the up north vacation area kind of begins in Wisconsin. Like once you get past Wausau, you're basically in Canada. And, um, you know, they, like uh, they just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing. But the thing is, is that, you know, we're there and uh, the bartender's saying like, oh, yeah, we got haunted stores here and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, cool. And, and the like, sound yeah. engineer. Yep. And the sound engineer said you and she's up in this balcony <laughs> completely alone. And she's like, I've seen some really weird stuff up here. I'm like, cool. Um, but the bartender's like, yeah, like the, the ghost flickers the lights every night at 115. And we're like, what? And we're up there and we're doing shots. This is before our last set because the bar closed at 230. And we played three sets. And so right around one o'clock, we take our last break. We go up there and it's a party atmosphere. So we're doing some shooters. Um, well, they named the shoot. They named the shooter after our band that night. So we did the sunspot. Oh, yeah. show. Oh, you have to. <laughs> right. And so we, we would <laughs> no be, choice. It would be rude right. not to drink Very straight, rude. straight alcohol offered free. And so we go up there and we take the shots and uh, the lights flicker. And then I'm like, oh. And I l- looked at the clock and it was 1.15 and like it, nobody said anything about it or whatever. Like it wasn't like, oh, see, I told you. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like we were doing something else. It happened. Then we remembered that they told us that earlier. And, yeah. um, you know, that might that could be anything. You know, well, that, that's the thing is I don't know if ghosts work on a schedule. So, yeah, <laughs> that makes it a little suspicious to me but, that. It might be just some kind of electrical anomaly right. or something like that or something messed up with their system and an automated security system or something right. pulls the power, you know, either way. Just the fact that they're like, oh, yeah, the ghost messed with the lights at 115. We forgot about it. And then it happened like we weren't sitting there expecting it, you know, um, but uh, it happened just like they said it was going to. Yeah. Isn't it? It's so, kind of like isn't it kind of unfair that like 
when we're talking about ghosts and paranormal stuff and it, and like the scientific method it's like well you can't repeat it so you know it's hard to like prove it but then when there is something that's like kind of consistent then we're like well they don't work that way on command right. it's like well, we can't have it right. both ways yeah um, that's both the evidence for and against right. the ghost <laughs> right, right. Like, but i totally understand i'm curious do you remember what the ingredients are for a sunspot shot oh, oh god i mean the thing is is that there's been several different sunspot shots at bars and <laughs> oh. so it's whatever like so the bartenders will put something they'll like like they'll write it on the um They'll write it on the chalkboard and mm-hmm. stuff like that and be like, hey, tonight's special, order a sunspot. And sometimes, like there was one place we played, they had sun and moon vodka. It was a special vodka that they had made there. And so like, oh, was sun, there was sun and moon vodka with like something sweet, you know, in it. But, like little. But Cody makes a really good point. We should Maybe we should try to define that so that we can, uh, you know, provide it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, was say, I, I would love to share some sun, sunspot shots with you all at the conference if you know what, oh, that what sounds the ingredients great. Well, are. If we can figure that out, we can send it to the bar in advance. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure they, they're going to remember me. <laughs> well, Haunted America is always uh, famous for having the, the themed drinks, too, at the right. bar there. I love that. That's so cool how they, they really get into it at that hotel. <laughs> exactly. So I usually ask the people that I'm speaking with for these if um, there are any horror movies that I should check out. Um, and so I will pose that same question to you all, but then I would also say, are there any bands I should check out? Anything that you've been into recently? Uh, it's funny enough, like I've been listening to death metal recently. Yes, I love death and metal. It, it's take, <laughs> it, it really it has taken me a long time to get interested in death metal because I used to think that the singers were just crap. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, I guess I can't stand the way these guys sing. Um, but then I started being like, okay, let's pretend the singer, you know, I, I liked In Flames because I'm like, that guy sings a melody every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And, it, um, but he still does that. Um, right. I listened, I listened to a great thing. I'm like, what's the difference between black metal and death metal? Mm-hmm. Death metal sounds like, uh, they're angry or something like that. Yeah. Uh, black metal sounds like they're ill. Uh-huh. That, that kind of thing so that's yeah. how when, you're, you know, when you think about the metal genres like that's how you get that definition of that. but anyway when you appreciate the guitar work and the amazing drummer like the guy's got to have bionic legs to do the kind of things they do you're like alright and you start getting into that and start thinking about it instrumentally um, I started to appreciate it and started to think about like uh, you know some of those amazing guitar players and things like that. So that's that's been enjoyable. Uh, but as far as like paranormal theme bands, you know, there's a there's a great band called Ghoul Town um, okay. that uh, he, we've had him on our podcast. And Lyle Blackburn's his name, and he's in a bunch of the Seth Breedlove Terror in the Skies videos, and the the he he narrates like the Beast of Black Ro- uh, the Beast of Bray Road video that Seth Breedlove does. So he's in the Small Town Monsters thing. His band is called Ghoul Town. Um, they even have a video with Elvira. Oh, nice! I think where uh, she shows up. Um, there's a there's a fun band called the Fiendish Phantoms from Wisconsin, and they play like paranormal theme rock and and everything. And they're all like in the misfits tradition. Um, you know the kind of uh, like horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know horror. You know horror kind of punk. Yeah. And uh, and uh, and Ghoul Town is more like a cow punk style band where they they put a little country in some of the mysterious kind of songs what have you been listening to wendy um actually you know lately i've been listening to a lot of (laughs) edm all right (laughs) um yeah i don't know i kind of i just between working on rock songs and uh i've been doing some irish fiddle playing and between those things i kind of need like a palate cleanser for something different so Mm -hmm. 
I just put on like one of those Spotify stations or whatever. But yeah, there was also a band that we met last year, Mike, at Haunted America um, called Ceremony of Darkness. Oh, and yeah. Those guys were awesome. That's a good yeah. album, too. And they released this album that's very paranormally themed that I would recommend checking out if you're into that kind of thing. So hopefully we'll see them again this year at Haunted America. Awesome. Yes, that, that would be fun because we love that kind of uh, the more musicians that are into weird stuff, the better. So eventually we can have our paranormal music festival. Yeah. And, and he, hearing the paranormal, you know, inspiration and in music is always cool, I think. Mm hmm. You know, I do think it's funny, though, that you're like, oh, what kind of music you guys listen to? And we're both like not we're just talking about music that's not like our own at all. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, but, it's totally that makes sense. And I think, you know, you can't just draw inspiration from exactly what you create. Otherwise, it's just a copy of something else, I think. So that makes right. sense. And plus, it's fun to just like we do often, um, you know, we spend a lot of time with our own music. Mm hmm. You know, and so it's nice to uh, hear different kinds of things and then see if you can bring some of those kinds of things into your own songs every once in a while, too. So it really uh, it really is. It helps sometimes to clear your head. And like Wendy said, a palate cleanser to have me like, you know, and now for something completely different. Absolutely. So <laughs> what, what will you all be doing at the conference this year? Are you going to be um, providing the music again and hanging out or what's the plan? Absolutely. Uh, Friday night we'll be playing to kick things off. So as people arrive and get in there, getting ready for um, when Troy comes in and introduces everybody and gets the party started, uh, we will be the soundtrack to that. So we'll, we will be um, launching off the conference uh, right away uh, around five o'clock in the main room. And so we're looking forward to playing music for everybody. And then we'll be hanging out by the booth all weekend, too. Great. So where yeah, can, where can people find your podcast or um, or your band? Othersidepodcast.com is where you can find the latest episodes. Yes. And, or you can search in your podcast player for see you on the other side. That's S-E-E-Y-O-U <laughs> on yeah, the other side. We don't spell it like Prince or anything. It's regular <laughs> see you on the other side. Wendy, I didn't mean to cut you off if there was something else you were going to say. Oh, no, not at all. Awesome. Go for it. I just went, we're looking forward to it. We're always excited for Haunted America. It's a great event. It really is fun because like Allison told us about, my sister told us about it um, a few years ago and she'd been going since like the late nineties and she's always like, Oh, I love Alton. And she went like 10 years in a row and that didn't yeah. go for a couple of years. And then we're like, well, we got a podcast now. Let's get in the car. I mean, it's, it's only a six hour drive. You get to meet a couple hundred of uh, awesome people who are into the same things. We get to play music for them. And uh, we absolutely love it. So we've been having a great time. And this will be our fourth year attending. So we're excited. Awesome. Well, yeah, you've been there longer than I have then. So that's that's great. And <laughs> I can't wait to hang out with you all and take some sunspot shots. Hopefully. All right. And uh, yeah, just talk about weird stuff. All right, we'll party till we see some ghosts. Yes. That sounds great. Yes, yes, till we get that uh, the, the mania you talked about. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, road mania. <laughs> I mean, I would say uh, that we want people, to, you know, everybody come visit our booth uh, for a free CD when you come to Haunted America. There you go. Oh, a free CD! You should have led with that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they say they heard it on on your show, Cody. Oh, right. yeah, of course. Right. Uh, right. And they also have to sign up for the website, you know. Right. But, uh, there, uh, there may be some catches now. Yeah. No, but the, the only the only the only catch is uh, that we have a chance to send you an email to see if you liked it. Thanks, Cody. Yeah, thank you. So.
Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us at the Haunted America Conference, June 21st and 22nd at the Best Western Premier Hotel in Alton, Illinois. For tickets, as well as a list of speakers and events, head on over to ghostconference.net.